0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast. In each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space, a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every every uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. I'm like very fired up. <laughs> um, no surprise about this topic that I'm going to share with you guys today. And it's all around are you still seeking other people's approval? Are you still seeking approval outside of yourself? That's what we're going to be riffing on today because it's been something that I've observed, like, first of all, in myself, as part of my own journey um, in this work, was, you know, my past self, I always say myself prior to doing this work was someone that was a total people pleaser. And if this is sounding like you, like, I so get it. I was literally crippled by what would people think or, you know, needing to please other people and showing up and doing things when I really didn't want to because I was so afraid of letting people down. I know what it feels like to live like that. And then on the other side, in doing this deeper work, in healing my inner child, in regaining my self-esteem and self-worth and self-confidence, stepping into this authentic version of myself where it's like the only person's approval that matters to me is my own. And now that's not something that happens overnight, everyone. It's, it's a process. It's a journey. But that is really like I've lived on both sides. I've lived in the dark and now I'm living in the light. And I want to share um, more about this because I feel like right now with what's going on in the world and just how many people I get to coach every week, seeing what keeps most people stuck, to be honest, is what are people going to think of me? So let's dive in. So let's back up a little bit as we always do and we go back to childhood. That is really the origin of where our beliefs, our our core wounds, our self-esteem, our confidence, all of it is shaped and developed in our childhood, especially under the age of seven, okay? And always as a reminder, the reason for that is because prior to the age of seven, we do not have a conscious mind. We are only in our subconscious mind and the subconscious mind does not know, does not have the ability to reject information. It also doesn't know the difference between past, present, and future. So when we're children, we're literally taking everything in as fact and it becomes fixed in our subconscious mind as belief, especially the things that were repeated over and over and over again. So I always kind of review and look back at childhood as, in Latin, we call it the center ego, which is the beginning and the end. This is where everything got developed. And for most people, they'll go through life never recognizing that they're reliving childhood patterns in their present reality, whether they're 50, 60, 70 years old. Okay. So as children, think about this, just actually think about yourself as like a five-year-old right now. Okay. Just get an image in your mind, maybe a picture you remember seeing or whatever flash of memory is popping up for you. Remember, the subconscious mind is always giving you exactly what you need when you need it. So you can never do any of this wrong. So when you think about yourself as a child, you know, between four to six years old, we very much needed to ask other people permission to do what we wanted to do, to have what we wanted to have, to be who we wanted to be. We needed to ask permission. Like if you wanted a candy, you'd have to ask your mom, and dad, can I have a candy? And oftentimes, here's, the, here's the, the rub, oftentimes we weren't given permission to want what we want, to have what we have to be who we want it to be. For a lot of us, we were told it was wrong to want what we want. So this is where shame and guilt develops. Shame and guilt starts to come in around two, three years old when children are recommended for doing something wrong. You know, eating a cookie out of the cookie jar, like you're a bad boy or a bad girl. You've done something wrong. So guilt says you've done something wrong. Shame says there is something wrong with you. So we needed to ask permission to want what we want. So said another way, we had someone else, usually our caregivers, mom and dad, unless you grew up with grandparents, like I did for a couple of years, or maybe two moms or two dads or whatever, whatever was your nucleus. You gave your authority over or your authority was given over to somebody else. As children, we didn't have our own authority. We had to ask permission for everything. Okay, cool. So now, let's fast forward. Let's say you're 30 or you're 40 or you're 50 or somewhere in between. If your parents didn't say to you as a 16-year-old or a 14-year-old, you're now the authority in your own life, which God bless our parents. Most of them were not sitting in personal development workshops doing the inner work. They were literally putting food on the table for us to survive. So they didn't, most people's parents weren't like, here's your authority back, right? So you never had this transfer, so to speak, of authority back into your own being. So when I work with people by the time people come to see me, right, in my programs, they don't even know. Like, I mean, they're so far from their own authority. It's like mom, dad, husband, coworkers, boss, government, everybody else is the authority. They have no personal locus of control. There's no agency. It's like all power is given away to other people. Okay, so what does this have to do with people pleasing and looking for validation elsewhere? It has everything to do with it. Because if you don't trust yourself, if you are not your own authority, if you've never been given your own authority, you ultimately don't trust yourself to make decisions. You've been taught that either mom and dad make decisions for you, then maybe it's your first boyfriend or girlfriend, and then it's your husband or your wife, and then it's your boss or coworker, and then it's the government. You don't know how to actually look within and trust your inner guidance and your intuition and go what is the next right, best mood for me? Like, what is my truth? So you're constantly looking outside of yourself to get validation that you're okay. You're looking outside yourself to get validation that you're okay. You might want to write that one down. But the truth is, is that until you learn that you're never going to get validation outside of yourself for yourself, that... You're the one responsible for taking back and claiming your authority and giving yourself the approval that you need. See, I see this so much as, like when this, how, it's, how this relates to business is so powerful when you really put it together. So it's like when people are going to the next level, and I was sharing about this in one of my calls this morning with Light like, Beyond Breakthroughs Group. Like when you go to the next level of impact, of influence, of money, right? So when I went from like, My quantum leap was, you know, if they $300,000 a year to a million dollars a year, okay? Like a big quantum leap. When I was going from that to that, everybody wanted to give me their opinion. Everybody wanted to give me feedback. Everybody had something to say. Because when you go to another level, it causes other people around you to be uncomfortable because they relate to a certain way and they don't have a relationship or an image in their mind to relate to in this new way. So oftentimes, and this is all done unconsciously, most people don't realize this, that they try to keep you where you normally are. So this is what stops people from going to the next level. If you care about what other people are going to think, if you need other people to validate you, if you constantly look for approval in other people, this will be the reason you don't go to the next level because, now this is the rub, when you go to the next level, you do have to let some people down. When you go to the next level, you're going to have to let some people down. This is called the law of sacrifice. And the law of sacrifice decrees that every every time you're moving to a higher level, a higher level of consciousness, a higher orbit, a higher plane of awareness, you have to let go of something of a lower nature. I'll say that again. Anytime, this is the universal truth. Anytime anything wants to ascend to a higher level, it has to let go of something of a lower nature. Look at a rocket ship. This is the perfect analogy. When a rocket ship, this is like, this is like you know, aerospace engineering. You know, you can, you can Google this. When a rocket ship is going into flight, when it's going into orbit, and it crosses the, the gravity, no get gravity time-space continuum, it needs to let go of parts of the actual physical rocket ship in order to ascend to a higher nature, a higher level. This is literally the law of sacrifice. So when you are going up, when you think about yourself as a rocket ship going to the next level, having that quantum leap, there are things in your life that no longer serve you that you're going to need to let go of. And that can be things, it can be thoughts, it can be beliefs, it can be people, it can be places, it can be ideas, it can be ideologies, it can be paradigms. But if you're obsessed about pleasing other people, do you see how like both things can't exist at the same time? That's that's the, the rub. It's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too here. You can't sit in people pleasing and making sure everybody's needs are met and everybody's happy with your decisions and also ascending to the next level. This is where tuning into your own authority, tuning into your own compass, tuning into your own inner guidance, tuning into your own authenticity is critical. It's imperative. So this requires reclaiming your authority. And one of the affirmations and intentions I give to my participant is something that they repeat over and over again, which is this, I am the authority in my life. I am the authority in my life. No one else is the authority in your life. Now, when you were a kid, other people were the authority. You needed to ask permission. You needed to get a yes in order to proceed. So you need to actually physically embody this idea that, okay, wait, how old am I? (laughs) Okay, I'm 40. Who's the authority of my mind? Whose voice is in my head? When I don't make a decision to move forward, when I'm afraid of what people might think, when I don't post something on social media, as an example, when I'm not fully self-expressed, when I don't create and design that business, that, that program, when I don't launch the product, who stops me? I mean, it's not your higher self that's stopping you. It's the voice of somebody in our head. And for most of us, it's the voice of our mother or our father. If you grew up with parents who were very skeptical, very conservative, they would say that's not practical. I mean, I hear that's not practical every day. It's so interesting. It's like there is nothing practical about your dream. There was nothing practical about Steve Jobs' desire for the iPhone at the time. There was nothing practical about the Wright brothers going, you know, crazy 10,000 tries to, to get the airplane. There's no practicality in your vision. So, again, it's like trying to be practical and also living a life by design are two things that will never exist at the same time. So, if your parents were practical or if they were like naysayers or whatever they put in your head, when you stop yourself from living your dream, it is not your higher self in your head. It is the voice of somebody else. It could be a partner, a husband, a teacher, a coach that when you were a kid told you you were never going to amount to something. I mean, I hear stories of this all the time. I hear stories of You know, when I was six, I had this coach and he told me I was never going to amount to anything. And literally, this is the reality that a 50-year-old person is still living in because subconsciously the voice in their head is somebody else. So today, make a decision that I am the authority in my mind. Start to observe, really as a scientist, not from a place of judgment or 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 any of that, but really go, whose voice is in my head? Like when I don't buy the program, when I don't start the business, when I don't invest in myself, when I don't say no, when I don't post on social media because I'm afraid of what someone's going to think, whose voice is that in your head? You'll be so amazed to see that honestly, for most people, 90% of the time, it's not their own voice. And then when you do step into your own voice, it's like electricity. It's like, that's for me when the rubber met the road. The rubber met the road for me when I stopped living a life that everyone else expected of me, right? Expected of me. And I started to live a life in line with what was true for me. Everything changed. My income changed. My impact changed. My happiness changed. My health changed. My life satisfaction changed. And my love for myself changed. And if I can do it, everyone, you can absolutely do it. Okay. So, I hope you found this super helpful you know what to do if this message resonated with you and there's someone in your life who you think needs to hear this or if you need to hear this over and over again on repeat because sometimes we need to get the dish over time to change the belief right but if you know someone in your life who's struggling who's people pleasing who's not living their dream please feel free to share this episode send some love you know give and receive that's the law of circulation Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of coffee conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry, a little bit of a behind the scenes, a dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something that you're so worthy of success. And you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.